0: We've got some. Hey,
1: fresh I'm Luis! And I'm Luis! And you're
0: listening to the before. Content is Profit podcast. Listen, listen. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, Go to contentisprofit.com. You, you. That's right, guys. Today, today, we have an awesome guest and an awesome yes. conversation about. We're going to be learning about anxiety and the impact in your business. I am super interested because we live
1: in crazy times and uh, I think everybody can. Take something from this episode. The,
0: Definitely. Before
1: we get started, go ahead and hit smash that subscribe button. Make sure that uh, that's done so you can see and h- listen to the episodes right on time. Uh, yep. Feel free to connect with us on social media at Go on Facebook and
0: Instagram. That's right, guys. And if you found this episode impactful, which... I am 100% sure that you will. Please don't forget to share with others, especially today's episode. That means you're going to be helping other people that might be going through. We don't know what they're going through, right? But they might be going through some hard times. And guys, guys, I think it's about time we get started. Get this show on the road. So she looks familiar,
1: I thought to myself. It was another day at the office when a notification popped up. One of our friends had invited today's guest to a post-COVID Facebook Live. A friend request followed by a Zoom call made me realize who this person was. I could not believe it. She was on stage at Funnel Hiking Live. How amazing would it be if we could bring her on the show to share her incredible
0: message? That's right. And so we did today. We we join one of the most important conversations out there, the conversation of anxiety and depression. We actually don't know much about this topic, so we are extremely excited to learn more about it and see how we can all help.
1: Today's guest has been able to turn her own anxiety and depression into her superpowers, giving her more empathy when helping others through their own struggles. She was a speaker at Funnel Live. She's the host of the Get Out of Bed, Out of Your Head podcast, along with so many other achievements we'll be discovering in today's episode. That's
0: Guy Rice. Please welcome podcast host, public speaker, kind-hearted entrepreneur, And world changer, Ayelid Shifley! Shifley!
1: Woo! Welcome, 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 Ayelid! We are so excited to have you on the show! (laughs) (laughs) How's
2: it going? I'm so pumped to be here.
0: Yes! We are, yeah, I'm I'm like (laughs) excited curious you know I'm like excited for the people that's on the other side listening I think your your message is gonna be absolutely amazing I mean we dig into some of your podcast episodes and I was like wow like this is. Totally different, but I know it has such an amazing impact, so I can't wait for other people to hear all about it.
1: Yeah, same here. You know, when uh, you and me jumped on that Zoom call and kind of to get to know each other before we jumped on the show, um, I I was very, very impressed. Honestly, like to be completely honest, I was not expecting uh, the amount of value and like amazing rapport that we were able to build. So it is truly an honor to have you here on the show.
2: Oh, thank you. I am so honored that you guys asked me to come on. Um I've seen you guys all over, so you guys are blowing up right now, so this is this is actually an honor for me, too.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. Yeah. It means a lot. So so for, for our audience, right? Uh, they might not know you. We would love for you to tell a little bit like who you are, how you end up in this like crazy publishing slash anxiety slash helping a ton of people uh, to the point that you were on stage at Fun Hacking Live. That is very, very impressive. Um, so if you like to go ahead and share a little bit of your story, that would be amazing.
2: Yeah, so um, I'll take you guys back a couple of years. So um, I have always known my entire life that I wanted to help people and I was going to be a therapist. Mm. And, you know, this is you, you know, you're going to be a therapist. So you go on the typical educational journey, went to high school, applied for college in psychology. I go through co- all of college then I apply for my master's degree in social work. because That's the, the fast path. Fast path, in <laughs> your billion years of schooling um, to be a therapist. Yeah, and so I, so I go to my master's degree. I'm one year in, and all of a sudden, um, you know, I'm I'm off for the summer, and my dad texts me and. Just a little quick note. My dad is a member or was a member of Russell Brunson's inner circle. Mm. So um, I didn't know anything about this, about like what Russell Brunson was, who he was, what he did. <laughs> I just thought my dad was like in this weird cult where he had <laughs> all of these notebooks that had two Stacey acts on them, had all these weird shirts that said inner circle and such shirts. So I'm like, this guy's psycho right now. Like he's totally gone psycho. Hey, I, w- I would have thought, exactly thought exactly yeah, the
0: same. I would have thought exactly the same. Thing. Yeah,
2: like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so he appro- he's like, hey, he texted me one day, hey, do you want to go to Denver one weekend this summer? Uh, it's one of my marketing conferences um, with Russell Brunson, And I was like, yeah, sure. It's a free trip to Denver. Like, why not? <laughs> um, so I end up, going on the trip to denver just me and him and we get there and all of these people i'm meeting and they're asking me so like what business are you in i'm at a business conference like this would be a normal question (laughs) and i look at them like what are you talking about i'm in school to become a social worker i want to be a therapist i want to help kids with mental health disparities so i keep going every time they'd ask me and then one a guy named Ryan Lee who you guys may have known of Cashflow Tactics um, Ryan and Brad yeah. so Ryan comes up to me he's with his daughter and and he goes hey like what business are you and I give the same answer I'm not in business <laughs> I'm studying to be a social worker and I said but what do you do and he explained Cashflow Tactics and in but he said you know I'm actually here with my daughter right now and we'd love to start something to help kids with anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and for some reason in that moment I have I have never shared with anyone outside of my very tight knit circle of friends and my in- immediate family only that I struggle terribly with both anxiety and depression. And I said, wow, I've actually struggled with anxiety and depression for the last 10 years of my life. So that would help so many people. And he looked down at his daughter and he said, see, you're not alone. His daughter was 12. Wow. And in that moment, I was like, i i have something like i have a message inside of me like i have something that can help people but you know this is just an idea that's in your head it's not it's just like you're taught in social work school or in therapy school you don't really use self-disclosure you don't talk talk about anything that you've gone through um so you've gone through all the stuff but you can't help anyone with it by sharing your own stuff to help them so that was a weird thing to me but i go to this Mm -hmm. conference for three days and what they taught me is if you have a message that's inside of you, it doesn't just have to live there. It doesn't just have to be given one-on-one to people. It can be given from one to many. And you can share this message with the entire world. And within three days, I was like, this is it. I, I go, I'm done with social <laughs> work school. I'm done with my master's degree. Like, this this is it for me. And I come home. And so my dad's an entrepreneur. My mom's a therapist. And I go, dad, dad and mom, I want to quit. I'm. I'm gonna quit social work school. This, I'm like. I'm living in New York City. I'm going to NYU. Like. I'm done with all of it. My dad goes, yeah. My mom's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they they were like, you can do entrepreneurship. You can do all of these things. Yeah. Just finish your master's degree. So I did. However, in the process, the first thing I learned at um, Unlock the Secrets, which was the live event, was to get a platform, and so podcasting seemed like the natural the natural way for me um mm-hmm. felt like the easiest thing for me to do little did I know <laughs> and um within three weeks I had I launched a podcast and Parker Woodward is my podcast coach he is so the night before my podcast yeah I love him I know he was right on your show oh uh, yeah amazing. He, he,
1: he's amazing super high energy yeah super like a lot of value so we know so, you're in good hands so
2: vulnerable. <laughs> Yeah, he is the reason I started everything I did because he shared with me his own struggles, which gave me the courage to mm. do it myself. But the night before my podcast launched, he te- he called me and he goes, hey, I yell it. And I'm on this corner in the middle of Soho, in New York City. He goes, hey, you gotta go Facebook Live and you gotta promote this. And I like, mic dropped. I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm not going Facebook Live. I'm not going on Instagram. I'm not sharing what yeah. I'm doing because then all of these people are gonna know what's going on inside of me. And, and he looked at me after me saying no for 20 minutes on the phone. And he (laughs) said, what if I told you this would change a hundred people's lives? Mm. And in that moment I said, you're right. It's not about me. And this is why I'm starting this. This is why I'm starting my entrepreneurial journey. So it starts with me being vulnerable to the world. Mm. And from that moment on the podcast launched and I continued to as Steve Larson told me on the ClickFunnels cruise, he was like, "You just went in and you publish your face off." Um, <laughs> so I continued to publish. <laughs> I released my podcast, Facebook Lives, um, my my workbook, and now my coaching program. And Russell, I mean, that's how I ended up on the stage at Funnel Acting Live was unlock the secrets. Six months prior had just changed my life in a mat in a matter of twenty four hours. I had gone from someone who thought my message was just going to be one-on-one working for a social work agency, making $35,000 a year to the world was my oyster. And I could speak to thousands and more than that of people and get my message out to the world.
1: Amazing. I just want to do this real quick because (laughs) like a lot of people can freeze in front of an opportunity or a challenge like the one that you literally took head on. Um, so I just want to say thank you for sharing that story, because I hope for those listening this is a huge motivational uh, piece. Maybe not motivation because uh, you know Fonzie is not a big fan of motivation, but something that can push you to execution. How do we need we need a word for that? Yeah, I mean uh,
2: massive perfect is what we is yes. what I use in my house, and it's just like <laughs> it's the only thing. That works because you just have to do it yep. otherwise you will psych yourself out with anxiety and yeah. with god knows what else
0: <laughs> that's right that just taking those first steps is is huge and i mean whether i think people need to learn how to fail that's, there's so such a bad misconception around failing but i mean that's a whole topic for another <laughs> yes. day um, for like a whole I mean, week i love obviously everything about your story right and you said when you talked to parker he can't, you were afraid of like, oh, but like then all these people are going to know, you know, what I'm like, what I'm putting out there. Um, you know, like, you being vulnerable to the world pretty much. So yeah. my question to you is, you know, like what was your thought process in that moment to go from scared to imperfect action, to put it in that way?
2: Yeah. So what it was, was when he told me that. What if this changes 100 people's lives? I I like drew back into myself for a second and I said, this is the reason I'm starting this. It is to impact whether it was one person, whether it was 10 people, whether yeah. it's 100 people or more. That is the reason I'm doing this. And it's not fair for me to preach to people, go to therapy, share your stories and do all these things. Be vulnerable. If I'm not going to do it myself, if I'm not going to post this on my feeds, if I'm not going to share with the world. and. I have found myself time and time again armoring up is is what I call it and what Brene Brown calls it. You put your armor on every day because like things knock you down and you want to be prepared. Your mind is meant to protect you. Yeah. But what happens when you who are you gonna show? What are you gonna show for? You're not showing your true self. And I was like, this is my time. Vulnerability tapped me once on the four and it was when Ryan Lee and his daughter, Kiana, came up to me and I said, Look what happened to me. My life, my life completely transformed from that. If I do not do this, yeah. I will not fulfill what I meant to fulfill. My message will die inside of me, and that's not cool. That's not that's not my life. Yeah. That's yeah. not what I'm going to live. By.
1: That's uh, that's incredible. I think you know, even I, I just because you come from the typical education system, right? And and now you're diving into entrepreneurship, which is literally what well, we've from our experience. It has been completely opposite of what they teach you. In, the, in these places, right? Nothing against it, right? But it does take a certain type of people to take on these challenges, right? So my my question there is, you're doing your master's, everything, right? To obviously your family, you made a deal. You gather a ton of information, right? As well, you you level up big time, but at the same time, you felt that need. Do you ever feel like there was a conflict of maybe not interest, but there was a conflict of like, these institutions are telling me this one thing, right? And then look at all these people creating this massive impact and are doing something very different. Was there a point in, that you doubt yourself or like, where should I go? Like, what's that like balance point? What is that equilibrium point that I should do? Or should I just go dive in big time on on this passion that I have?
2: Yeah, so there was two points in which I felt this huge conflict inside of me. Um, I had, so for graduate school, you have to do three days a week of an internship. So it's pretty much a full-time job, three days a week, and then you do classes in school two days a week. And on top of that, I was doing all of my entrepreneurship stuff. I was trying to launch a coaching business. I I was launching my workbook. I was producing podcasts, Facebook Lives, and I would go to my job and I would be helping people in the smallest bits I could like truly like just uh, the biggest win was getting them to a doctor's appointment. They were individuals within the system who were in extreme poverty and also had some type of medical or special need. And I've always wanted to help people in this situation, but it was so hard on myself. And then I would go to this totally separate world after school, after work, where I would be talking to on interviews. I would be going to conferences, speaking in front of people. I would be just like immersed in this life that I wanted so badly. And I came home crying. I lived it apart from my parents. So I lived in New York city and I went to my parents' house in New Jersey and I broke down in tears. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I can't finish school. I want to make this impact. And my parents and also my my boss in my job, because she knew about everything, took me back for a second because I was struggling really badly. And they were like, listen, you're making a huge impact in people's lives and you're also learning right now. And I get that it's so overwhelming. But if you can do this, you can do anything. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. You know, I've been through five months of this. I can make it through five more. And from that point on, I, I was like, this is a privilege that I get to help these people that are going through so much. And I get to see a side of people in which society often forgets, all while I'm still making a difference on the other side of things. I was taking a really alternative path um, from the educational path. And I was so yeah. overwhelmed, but it I got centered in it. Like This is my place. Like This is where I'm meant to be. God put me in this place for a reason, that I can help these people and these people at the same time. And circumstances came out that like, it was true, like, I wouldn't have been asked to speak at Funnel Hacking Live, if I wasn't doing all the things, you know, they say, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. <laughs>
1: yeah. And
2: so I did. And then my second conflict point was when I graduated um about, or in June, so about a month and a half ago. Mm. And I realized the security blanket of education was taken off. Like that was always something that I just had in me since the time I was like, four years old, and I'm 24. Um, I was like, wait, this is gone. This really means I have to dive in. This isn't a safety, bl- like there's no safety blanket anymore. Yeah. And it took me a few weeks of, of battling with some anxiety with it, of what it, imposter syndrome saying, why am I doing this when I struggle myself? And I went back and I looked through all of my old, um, I record on my, on my phone and my computer, my journey just for myself, which I'll eventually share with the world. Um, But seeing what I've gone through and I was like, sorry, I think we cut out for a second. And I was like, this, this is it for me. This is it. You know, I'm going to go 100% in. Everything that I've gone through has happened, not for a reason necessarily. I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, but I can find meaning in every single thing I've gone through. And that's what I'm going to do for the future is I will make meaning out of it because I know what I'm, I know what I was made to do. And it was to be made for more than just the educational path. It was made to share my message with the world. So it always comes back to going to the core of what you feel and what you know yeah. in your heart.
0: Wow, that's that's very impressive. And <laughs> through all this, like uh, I have a, a big, I think this is a big question, right? Like, where does that desire for, for helping other people come from, right? Because, I mean, you said you kind of, like, discovered it. When you had that conversation with that girl, uh, Ryan Lee's daughter, right? Like that was like the first time you were vulnerable. But you say you've been wanting, you know, you went to school and you've been wanting to help people all this time. Like where does that desire come from?
2: I think it was just ingrained. Like I think it's a part of my core. Like I don't, I think that it took on different forms over the years. I mean, entrepreneurship wasn't something I had ever thought of. Um, but since I was 12 years old, I've been working at therapeutic horseback riding ranches for kids with special needs, um, in New Jersey, in California. And I have known forever that I was going to be a therapist and help people. And I think it comes from my mom being a therapist, my aunts, all of my aunts being therapists. Um, and then my dad is also the most giving person I've ever met in my entire life, like It's actually absurd how giving and kind he is. Um, He was in Israeli special forces. And from the time I was like a baby, he was just always all in and always in to help people. When people needed a home to stay in, we always had people living in our houses that I didn't know. Um, We say we took in strays, but like we just had like people we practically adopted over the years. Um, It's never been a choice for me. It's just always been part of who I am.
1: That, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that's something I I think a lot of people like struggle with with that, right? Like, okay, maybe if I don't feel this, right, uh, I'm I'm a bad person, and I'm like putting uh, air quotes n- now for those listening, but not necessarily, right? Like, it, it, for you was a calling. You you found it very little, like you started experiencing things and and trying to figure things out. Um, I can relate to to that. Maybe not at that young age, but I I didn't have. I was very focused on my objectives. We, you know, we we talked about this before about trying to be a soccer player. So there's a lot of like internal work, a lot of obviously practice, a lot of stuff. But it wasn't until later right, that that dream kind of faded off for different reasons that we're like, okay, now what do we want? And it started like, okay, we want a business because we want uh, security. We want to bring our people here, like our home. But at the same time, as we started to build that business, we found... A lot of value and a lot of satisfaction in helping our dream clients, in help helping our audience, because when we see them succeed is uh we it is is very fulfilling for us, right? So it became like a search, it became an addicting feeling when you started helping these people and they're having this massive success. Uh, and now that's the top priority, right? So it started on a different path, but like you said, now we're on
0: this. So uh, uh, sorry, I'm going to interrupt you there real quick. I, I see throughout the conversation that we had two things, right? Like we talked about motivation that I'm not a fan of. Um, <laughs> it's not like I'm not a fan of I, – I love feeling motivated, right? But he, I just he, think – He hates
1: like, come on, Fonzie, you can do it. And I, he's like, don't tell me that. I, I just think motivation <laughs> is not that reliable.
0: Um, yeah, reliable is
1: a, the and, right word. And what yeah. I've
0: noticed is that you've been in an environment, you grew up in an environment where like – other people around you were helping others as well. Right. So I think that's kind of key, uh, especially for those listening, right. That you guys want to make a significant change. Sometimes we just got to see who we are surrounded with. Right. Like so there, there's a, an old saying "Tell me, who your friends are, and I'll tell you who you are. And just maybe if you want to help, right. Maybe find those communities, those people that are already helping someone making an effort. And I'm sure like, like, automatically. It's kind of like osmosis. You just go and start, like, doing the yeah. same things as well. I,
1: I think a good example is, is you, right? Like, you were, you had, like, this internal fire, right? And it wasn't until you went to, like, this weird marketing, you know, conference. The that, cult. The, the, <laughs> the cult, right? That that you saw these people and you met them and you, and you saw what they were doing and then your environment completely changed to what you knew, uh, uh, like, f- until that time. And then that spark that you had in you completely caught fire and uh, started to create that massive impact. So I think like environment is a, is a big, big reason of why. you Right.
2: So they say, right. They say that you're a mixture or some type of mixture of the five people you surround yourself with most. And so sometimes you have to look at yourself as painful as it can be and be like, am I surrounding myself with the right people? And, I've gone through times in my life where I definitely haven't been. Um, I am very lucky that my parents are my parents and they've always had such an impact in my life because those are always two people that I want to be a mixture of. However, when I started going into these other groups, not to say that my friends aren't so important to me, my friends are in college and growing up because they are unbelievable and they make a huge difference in my life. Mm. But there were some additions that needed to be made. There were some changes that needed to be made. Some people that weren't fulfilling all of those things. You know, they say if you're, you're the smartest person in your group, you're in the wrong group. If you're the coolest, wrong group. Like you need to be surrounded by people so you're always striving for more. And when I met all of these people in these environments, I was like, wait I want I want this in my life I I want to be around this all the time this is what gives me fire and motivation but like not in like the let's do it kind of way and the they're succeeding they're impacting people I want to impact that many people if not more and I'm going to strive for that and so I think surrounding yourself make sure that five people that you're you spend the time with the most are the people
1: that are going to be the best for yeah. you and the best to you. I I feel so so in line with that message to like what you just said, because as soon as we started like our journey of like self-development and growth and leveling up, because it happens when you start a business and when you work in a business for now, it's been now five years, yeah. right? Th- like you
0: have to change yeah. in order for your business to change as well. Yeah. Quick parentheses. We're, we're actually talking this this morning at the coffee, <laughs> yeah. at the coffee shop. We're yeah. like, well, I think the reason why most business fa- yeah. fail at the five-year mark is not because of, like, money issues, because of, like, personal issues. It's,
1: yeah, it, like, they're not willing to to let things go, right? And I think this is where I was going, like, because I felt it, and I'm sure you probably did too, where you start to level up, you start to think different, you start to coming up with uh, original thoughts, like we were ch- chatting the other day, right? And then you're facing all these can be judgment, can be, like... Yeah. Rejection sometimes from people that maybe you can use to consider your friends or used to consider even like even family uh, at some point. Right. So this is a big fear for a lot of people that can cause a lot of anxiety if they decide to take on this journey on not just creating a business, but also publishing, putting your message out there. So with that being said, like, what would be your advice for people that are feeling or in that position uh, where they're starting to feel that anxiety because they're following something that deep down they know is right, but at the same time, they're they're fearful to let those connections or those friendships go?
2: There's a few things. So if it's fear around friendships and that those will be affected, those aren't friendships worth having. If it, they're not going to accept you for who you are, if you know that deep in your core, this is you, then what is the friendship surrounding what like it's not your true self, but it's hard like I'm not saying it's not because I had never my my close friends knew but when I was my anxiety and my depression, but when I came home from this conference, and I was posting all this stuff on social media, they're like, this is so weird. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) And it's because I was always armored up all the time. And they knew I talked about it in private, but not on social media. I mean, I hadn't posted statically on Instagram in over a year from like between that and my first post surrounding like everything about entrepreneurship and my podcast and everything and so for it took them a second to get used to but just because it takes them a second to get used to doesn't mean the friendship's going away it's just it just takes some adjustment when when people change or when people show you who they are at their core sometimes there's an adjustment period but if they're your true friends, or your tr- like those people that are truly yours, they will, they will not go. They will support you in your journey, whether or not there's a weird time, there's yeah. a weird adjustment time, there always will be. But give them the same time period to get used to it, that like it took for you, it took you a lot of courage to start this. And if you have fear surrounding getting your message out to the world, this is what you do, <laughs> you tell yourself, Well, what if I don't do this? Mm -hmm. What will my life be like if I don't do this? Who will not be impacted if I don't do this? And looking back, that was a really scary thought for me to have. But then I look back at these messages of people that have messaged me and, and reached out to me from everything I've published. And they're like, thank you so much for having the courage to say this stuff when I don't have the courage to say it myself. Yeah. And that's what's important. And you just... While it's scary in the process, and like I, I mean, major, you should have seen me before I went on my fa- first Facebook Live. I was shaking. I, I, I'm texting Parker angrily, like my <laughs> mean text message like, I hate <laughs> you for making me do this. And he's like, Hi, you'll be fine. I promise you.
1: Yeah. And look um, at you. Look at you. You're fine now. I'm more than fine. I mean, over 60
0: episodes in your exactly. podcast, so right? 60. So impressive. Right?
2: I mean, I used to read off scripts for my podcast, and now. I'll record one in the car when I'm driving. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I was thinking this, and it sounds so much better than what I ever did in the first place. Yeah. The first, I mean, Steve Larson told uh, Russell Brunson that the first 67 podcasts he had were terrible. And then he got better. Yeah. And then he was better. Yeah. And then better. And that's what happens. You just have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable for a little bit. Lean into it. As yeah. not fun as it is sometimes. It works out.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. I love that uh, being comfortable with the uncomfortable. I mean, uh, who was it we were talking about it? That is like kind of like you need to just stretch yourself, right? Like live on that edge of like being comfortable and uncomfortable and be willing to take that step because that's where, where you find the growth at the end yeah. of the day, right? Like if we're just comfortable all day long, we're probably, I mean, I don't Okay, th- th- this is I, I don't want to like sound judgmental or anything and i'm sorry people out there if if you feel i'm like judging you it's not my it's not what i'm trying to imply here but like sometimes i see people you know that i i can see their potential i'm like wow like you could be doing so much and they're just like sitting there in their comfort zone and i'm like oh, how do we get these people to move right how like i mean again i don't understand what they're going through maybe they're going through some of those like difficult feelings maybe they're going through anxiety or depression we don't know right we don't know what's Mm -hmm. happening in their life but i'm like what does it take for someone to take that step right to be willing to step into the uncomfortable and you mentioned that you kind of like Think about those future repercussions, right? Repercussions? Repercussions. You got Thank it. You. Ah, let's go. Uh, and you
1: were talk- His, his accident is not very good looking,
0: <laughs> like mine. Yeah, yeah. It's it, all good. It happens. It's okay. good. Uh, and you were, yeah, you were saying that, like, you know, you were thinking about the people that you can impact and that. And in Funnel Hacking Live, Ryan Holiday was talking about that, that as well, kind of like looking at mortality. How do I want people to look at me when I pass away, right? Wouldn't you, th- like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not too familiar with the, the whole anxiety and depression, but like, wouldn't those feelings to some people bring more anxiety? Like how, how's that relationship rather?
2: Right yeah. I mean, listen, anxiety causes anxiety. So the more you are like thinking about it in that kind of thing, the, the worse it's going to get. Um, so the more I thought about not doing this, so it was actually, I went through a really hard time about a month and a half ago where I started to fall into one of my depressions and listen, I have the tools and I know what to do and I know how to help myself. I have a great um, amount of people surrounding me and helping me, but this was internal and I was like, I'm scared to do this and I have anxiety around it. And it, the more I had anxiety and the more I wasn't taking action, the worse it was getting, the more I would mm-hmm. want to stay in bed, the more I would just want to shut up the world until I like. I I got out. I mean, COVID had a little something to do with it that I wasn't really leaving my house. Um, <laughs> but I went I went out to Newport where I am right now and saw my friends and I was like, you know what? I am wrong. Like, this is it. This is why I started this. Like my depression and my anxiety is getting worse and worse by not doing what I know I'm like meant to do in this yeah. world. And it's always gonna be like that. And action is the way you change everything. And in school, In therapy school, you learn thoughts, feelings, and actions as a triangle. Your thoughts, then you have feelings from it, and then you act based off of it. And it's a cycle, and it can be a bad cycle until you change one thing. And sometimes the easiest thing to change is your action, and then your your thinking follows it, and then your feelings follow it. And so my actions was not getting out of bed, then I was thinking I'm not meant for this. Then I was feeling depressed, and then I went back to staying in bed. However, when I took that and I was like, I'm going to... I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to start my stuff all over again. I'm going to go back to my core of publishing, of doing this. My thoughts change. I know I'm meant for this. My feelings change. I am ready. Like, it's just a Love cycle. It. And that's how you do it. You change one. You change them all. Yeah.
1: that, wow. that That's amazing. That advice yeah. right there, it, it's worth thousands of dollars because we've experienced it. Right, Like, sometimes, um, I, I, I remember, like, Obviously, our, our list, or I call it the do list. It's always packed with stuff that I got to do, right? And, uh, and, you know, we've been getting a lot better, especially me in time management and how to do that. But sometimes, you know, time slips or whatever, and you don't get to do those things. So for me, now that you explain it this way, now I'm identifying, okay, that is anxiety kicking in, right? And then I'm thinking about not doing it and the time that I have left and whatever, and it gets so, so worse. And then I go into the weekend where I'm supposed to be enjoying time with the family and I'm in a bad mood because I'm not executing. But the second, just like you said, the second you take like that small action that it gives you that quick win, oh my God, you gain momentum and then you do the next one and then you do the next one and then you have a really good day even though sometimes you don't get to finish everything but you accumulated all those wins and you get out of that mental like funk right. or, or anxiety state that you could be in. So thank you for describing that because now we have a, a really cool, awesome picture uh, when people trying to ask us about this stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I love that cycle. I, like, even drew it here in my little notebook that I have down here, I'm, like, taking notes. Um, but, you know, like, like I, I totally understand that, like, lead with action, and then, like, the thoughts will follow. They'll change, right? Instead of, like, just, like, going down the rabbit hole of thinking. But I get, like, how do you... I don't know if this is the right question. You know, like, how, how do you, like, find peace in your thoughts, I guess. Right. Cause like, if you're always going through like that rabbit hole, like, is there a point at all? Like, how do you, yeah. How do you find that peace?
2: So I find peace when I feel good about myself and feel good about what I'm doing. Mm. And then I, it's not like I always have to keep doing and doing. Like I find myself, I mean, I'm taking this weekend um, in Newport with my three best friends to relax for the whole weekend and I probably won't do any work and I'm okay with it because I know that I'm putting my best effort in. And that's my thoughts from what I did this week and from my actions of, I know where I'm moving on this journey. Like I know, and that's not to say I don't get stuck, but that's also why I hired a coach.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: a bis- so, not only do I have a therapist, obviously, because I believe that all therapists should have therapists. We <laughs> yeah, all go through things, we should all talk to someone. However, I also have a business coach, Eileen Wilder. I don't know if you guys know her. She's unbelievable. She She's um, I so a
0: high ticket sales. And she teaches yeah. people. We're going to have to look her up for so, sure.
2: You got to look her up. She's amazing. <laughs> Just gave a quick plug for her. But um I called her a few weeks ago and I was feeling really down and stuck in in this rut of like, I am not at peace with this. And I said, I don't know what to do. And, you know, she gave me a huge new thing to do, which is unbelievable. Um, And I'm so excited for it um, (laughs) that I'm doing with her. But I I was having this conversation and she told me what this idea was. And I immediately, because I was in my anxiety mind space, I went back to, I don't know how to do that. That makes me nervous. Like, I, I don't think I can do that. That sounds really big. And she said, I yell it. I want you to stop for a second. Does the outcome of this give you what you want? Does it make you feel like this is what you were born to do? This is what you fulfills you. And this is going to be financially good for you. This will help all of those aspects of it. Does this align with everything a part of you? The outcome of if this is successful. And I said, yes. And she said, okay, successful people, think about the outcomes and then they work backwards and you will work backwards with me every day. And we were gonna do this step-by-step together on how to make this successful and it will be, but you have to manifest the success of it and that this will fulfill all of that. And then all of the other things fall into place. So the book You Squared is explains this, to take quantum leaps in your business, in your life, you have to focus on the outcome. And then the other things fall into place when a plane not when a plane when a rocket ship goes to the moon it doesn't necessarily say it's ta- it's aiming for a perfect flight however it makes its way there by correcting its small mistakes along the way and that's just what you have to do you aim for the moon and you correct along the way so i said okay i'm in i'm 100 percent in and that's that and so when you're trying to find peace with it you just have to say this is where I'm taking my actions. This is what I'm doing every day for it. Whatever else I'm at peace with.
0: Wow. I love it. I love more I more
1: thousands of dollars and gold, golden nuggets, just like raining.
0: I love the, you know, that story, the rocket how yeah. it corrects through uh, taking action and walking backwards. I love that the whole thing. It was absolutely amazing. Um, so my, my next question will be, I don't know if, do you have, if you have a question, interrupt me, but I think I have a good one.
1: No, go ahead. You took over. That's <laughs> my, fine. My, my,
0: my next question was going to be, you know, like, okay, you, you stepped out, you became, you know, kind of embraced. I think the, the, the word is embrace vulnerability and, and now you're sharing your message, right? You've been sharing it now for a while. What has been the impact obviously now through our conversation, we know the impact inspires you to take even more action. But what is that impact you have been seeing in other people?
2: Um, it's actually been incredible to see the people around me, not even the people that will reach out to me that have listened to my podcast or seen my Facebook lives. Um, but the people around me being able to be more vulnerable um with what they're going through because living in new york city you put on a good face you hustle all the time like like no other and then you put on a good place and you go on a date and you're this perfect person and i now like i used to be terrified to go out on a date and be like what if they know this about me what if they know that yeah. i have anxiety and depression and i lay it out on the table date one i'm just like this is what i've gone through this is what i continue to go through Um, this is what I do for my life, but you know, I'm going to show you, I truly am. And it's been incredible to see all of my friends around me, people I've gone out with open up their own vulnerability. People that I never thought would share these kind of things are doing it, um, with their families, uh, with their friends in just a, a beautiful way. And it's a ripple effect. I believe like I, I truly believe that. And so as great as, um, positive comments are on my facebook and and listen going on stage at funnel hacking live was probably the best experience of my life and like (laughs) i've never been on an adrenaline high quite like that (laughs) um it's really incredible to hear the personal stories of what people have gone through and overcome and feel comfortable sharing with me or with others from me sharing my own vulnerabilities
1: yeah i I love what you said about hey i laid everything on the table and for you like that that could be in a scenario of like one-on-one but when we talk a lot about content we 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 preach this i mean you are literally filtering your audience or your dream client or your date or whoever that person is in front of you through your message and uh, a lot of people are very scared of the no the rejection right but then I think it was with my call that we and we've mentioned this in a couple of episodes already where she's like okay guys like look at your message as like you are right And then if they say, no, that's a filter saying that that person is not right for you or that audience is not right for you or that client is not right for you. Right. So I'm I'm glad that you brought that up here because a lot of people either starting businesses or facing challenges or or starting to produce their content like you just did with your podcast um, face that same fear like, oh, my God. Like, they're going to say, no, they're going to reject me. And uh, we really want to bring the point where, like, that's okay. Like, it's okay if people leave your list. It's okay if people, like, leave the business. Uh, like, those are probably people that you don't want to be dealing with. So thank you for putting it in that personal stage because, like, you're taking definitely action on that. And, uh, and obviously we see you, like, blossom like crazy all over the place. So it's, it's super exciting to see, you know, the impact that you're creating, not only in yourself, but, like, outside of that. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to add, Fonzie?
0: No, I mean, I, <laughs> I love this whole conversation. Yes. I know we're running out of, uh, a little bit out of time, and I think we should have round two because I, I do want to dig deeper and understand better all this topic. Yeah. Um, but what would you say? You know, we usually leave our audience with an action point, right? Something they, they can apply right now to either better the business, better their life. So what would be that action point that you would leave them with?
2: Take the thing that you know in your heart, seems scary, seems so scary. Take one leap towards it. Just like know that one point, like see that one thing in the future and then do one thing to move forward towards it. Take one massive and perfect action. For me, it was starting my podcast and it was jumping into that as scary as it was. Things fall into place from that one action will change everything else and create a ripple effect.
0: Awesome, yeah. you guys, you, guys, you heard cordial. it. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Imperfect action, guys. Go ahead and, and do it right now. Execute. That's yes. right.
1: I, I would like to add a little bit that, like, a, a little bit to that because I mean, we've uh, we've actually were on a on a talk on a Zoom call with like this business group earlier today and. Uh, when we started seeing our content as a way to improve every single time, as a test ground for our message, for the audience, for a lot of things, and not clinging on it has to be perfect, it has to be such, like, good-looking. Like, with that allowed us to evolve i guess like to level up big time and and it it has to do with that one thing that you said it's like take that leap right and uh change your perspective and adjust along the way which is what allowed you to grow what's been allowing us to grow and hopefully what's gonna be allowing our audience to
0: grow yeah no definitely i'm gonna shamelessly Shameless quote here of Nike. Just do it. Just
1: do it. <laughs> they're not paying. Nike, if you're listening, go ahead and you can sponsor us too. But anyway, it. Uh, so we, obviously the content, the, the show is called Content is Profit, right? So we want to ask you like one, one really cool question that we think is cool. Maybe you don't think it's cool, but um, but we want to encourage people to to start, you know, diving into this, right? If they're listening and I hope they, they are, they want to do this. So where, like where will you be if you did not start publishing. Oh. oh, I guess you didn't like the question. Oh. No, it got cut <laughs> off, guys. No, For those off. that are listening.
0: Oh, no. this. The, I think the connection just ended. Oh, wait. Wait, are we back? Oh, you're back. Ha, ha, ha. You're back. Wait, wait, one second. We're about to go live again. <laughs> Resume. Yeah, okay. So, I don't know what happened. The internet literally just crashed on the last Question. Yes. Okay.
2: Oh no. Is it back though? Are we good? Yeah, you're good.
1: You're good. good. So where do you listen to the entire question?
2: Yes, I did. Where would you be if you didn't publish? Yes. I would be finishing grad school. Well, I did finish and working at a job in which I didn't be I wouldn't feel as fulfilled as I could be, making thirty-five thousand dollars a year, trying my Trying desperately to impact maybe 10 people a year. And that's where I would be.
0: Wow.
2: Stuck. Stuck. Internally, externally, stuck.
0: Wow. Talk about that, perception rather right guys. That's hey, powerful. She learned how to impact, you know, from one to one to one to many. And, I mean, not only that, but I think being able to live a, an empowered life, right, within yourself. Like, I, I think throughout this journey... For what I'm seeing, you gained so much, you know. Um, actually, uh, actually, <laughs> sorry, that I just this just came up. We we're talking do you know who Holly Flick is? She is the best person in the
2: world, she's one of my close friends. Yes. Oh,
0: I, I love Holly, <laughs> she's so awesome. We had her the other day, and now I was like, uh, I was texting with her, she's like recommend recommended some books. And so I started this thing doing the daily original thoughts. It was because of Holly and i was like holy should should i share it with people and she sent me a quote she's like i have this on my fridge and she sent me a picture (laughs) and it said you really you never get anything until you give it away and i was like wow Publish immediately. <laughs> I was like, go, go. Go, 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 go. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Ayala, thank you so much. We are super excited to like bring this episode to the audience and everybody that's watching because it was truly valuable. We did learn a lot. Like yep. This is a topic that we're uh, very unfamiliar with. I, I, I feel like we've filtered but we never like labeled it. And, and thank you for bringing all those, uh, that information that is so valuable. How can people find you if they're interested to connect with you and to chat with you or, you know, anything else?
2: Yeah. So, um, my toolbox, which has like everything in the world to help. If someone is struggling with anxiety and depression, you go to www.anxietysecretstoolbox.com. Um, I, Ooh, this is like a premature you guys are the first person i'm telling this to you. yes um <laughs> oh i don't even know if i should do it yet oh my goodness uh, let me do it anyways
1: okay good
2: <laughs> i am having a live virtual event on july 10th and 11th with which with my coach with my coach eileen wilder and someone else too
1: ooh. i'm
2: very excited on how to start your own coaching program and use your social media platforms and all of this stuff and take the message that you inside of you were born to do. So follow on my Facebook. I'll be posting about it all the time. I yell at Chipley and reach out to me in any way. If you need help, you need to vent, you need, times are tough right now, Yeah. Um, but this live event, like I will end up announcing more on my Facebook and on my Instagram platforms, um, all my personal stuff soon. But if you know you were meant for to publish and to have a coaching program of your own because you were meant for more, go do it. Yes. It's going to be great. I'm so
1: excited. You heard her. You heard go it. do it right now. Go check her out. We're going to leave the links, everything in the description below so you can go check that out. Um, Ayelet, don't, whoa. Okay. Don't leave us. We have two minutes with you. And uh, without being said, guys, thank you so much. Go ahead. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure to follow us on social media at Beast Bros
0: that's right, guys. And if you found this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, please don't forget to share with everybody else. And and don't forget to leave a five-star review. Yeah, Thank yeah. you.
1: Bye.